Morning. Morning. Hallelujah. Amen. It's always exciting to meet here every Sunday. It's nice to just meet together and just worship God. Yeah. It's on. Thank you. I know that the, the enemy is trying his best to stop everything from happening. But we serve a great God, okay? We just keep going. Just keep going. Because he's not going to win. At the end of the day, he's a loser. Anyway. So, today, I'm going to teach about the tabernacle of prayer. And I've asked Mary to show that a bit of tabernacle. I'm not going to teach the tabernacle, but I'm just showing you the, the prayer that is like when you go to the tabernacle, we have a, a system of prayer as well. So that's the tabernacle in the Old Testament. Um, they have uh, three sections. The one is the, the outer court, where the priests go and wash their hands. That's when you go to the church uh, inside. And in the middle court is the holy place. The holy place is where we pray. That's where we pray and pray. And then inside is called the Holy of Holies, where God dwells. That's why there's a smoke there and there's a cloud. Because when there's a cloud there, people would know that God is there. Amen? So, because there can't be the temple before, the Israelites have been traveling for, for 40 years, so they needed a place to worship. So that's why in Exodus 27, God instructed them to build a temporary place of worship. And that's the tabernacle. Because um, um, God did not wear in the hearts of human with us until after Christ's death and resurrection. So Christ is not there. So in the Old Testament, is is a, is a higher God that's just told us what to do. So in that place, when Moses go in there, because I was reading it from few days ago, I've been studying all week. <laughs> and then when, when Moses go there, the cloud of glory just dwells quickly. So it's good that when we go to speak to God and we pray to God, God's glory comes down straight away and fills us. So God's presence is always there. Amen? Amen. So there's three sections there. It's the outer court. The outer court that is where we go and ask God. And that is our body talking to God. So it's the outer court. We ask God. And then that is our body. So in Matthew 7, 7 and 8, it says there, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks receives, and he that seeks findeth. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened. So that's, that's the stages of prayer. We ask, and then we seek in the middle, in the holy place, and then we knock. We knock at heaven's door in the holy of holies. In the outer court, that is where we confess our sins. That's when we come to God, Lord, I made a mistake today, I'm sorry. So you ask forgiveness. 
that's in outer court. And that's, when, that's where, where we ask God for blessing, we ask God for protection, we ask God for food. The, the basic prayer we pray every day. We ask uh, protection for our family, our loved ones, our friends, and then we make requests to God. And that's where we say, Lord, I need this thing as well. Can you give me some money so I can buy this stuff for myself? So all this thing that happens in the outer court. But in the outer court, this is also a place of distraction. Because in the outer court, this is where our mind attacks us. When we pray, if you notice in the evening, we're praying, sometimes we just fall asleep because we're in the outer court. Amen? And in the middle of praying, sometimes you say, oh, my stomach's rumbling. I think I need to eat. <laughs> and then suddenly you say, I need to get something to eat. So everything's happening, all the distraction. The devil's trying hard. The devil is trying hard for you to stop your praying because he doesn't want you doing that. And then, and sometimes you're praying, you're thinking, you're praying, you know you're praying, suddenly you're thinking what happened at work today. Amen? Or then, you know you're going out with your friends and you're thinking, what am I going to order when I go to dinner tomorrow? So it's just flying everywhere. Is it amen? amen. Because that happens to all of us. That happens to me. And then, so many, so many distractions. And sometimes as well, when you're praying, oh, I need to go to the toilet first. Then you have to rush to the toilet. So, so many things. And um, for me, I was on annual leave this last two weeks ago, and I was so happy. When I'm on annual leave, I'm so happy because I'm going to spend time with God. That is my aim all the time. But every time I know when I'm fasting and I'm praying, my neighbor who's a Filipino, who's a good cook, every time I'm praying, I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. He'll ring me. Odette, so I have to answer because my phone is right there. He says, Odette, can you come around? I cook something nice today because it's only me. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, oh my Lord. And then... I'll just say, I'm busy at the moment, I'll come and see you in a bit. But then, it's already a distraction, I'm thinking, I wonder why he cooks, I'm sure he's a nice one. <laughs> Amen? Leah knows him, Marina knows him, he cooks nice food. So when he rings, some, when I'm not praying or fasting, when he rings, it's, oh, they come round, we're having food. Yeah, I'm coming, one minute, <laughs> let's wait away. But then when I'm fasting, I can't. But in my head, I'm thinking, I wonder what he cooks today. But I don't want to rush. I don't want to rush. When I'm praying, when I'm with God, I'm with God. Amen? Amen. So that's the funny thing about it. And also, when we're praying, in the outer court, our phone blips. Mm -hmm. So you look, what's the message here? <laughs> Amen? And you will say, oh, I posted something yesterday. Let me have a scan. Before you know it, you're already 10 minutes doing it. And you stop your praying because you're checking the messages. Amen? And you're saying, if you have Instagram as well, with me, because my daughter's in Instagram. And I was like, what did she post on the Instagram? And then I'm saying, oh my God, it's five minutes I've spent there. So, and then if, if you're on group chats, it bleeps so many times. I'm on eight group chats from Philippines, from my classmates in high school, college, university. 
not to mention our group chats here at church and at work as well, and my family. So eight group chats. Can you imagine every time my phone like bleep, bleep, bleep? But that's the way it is. So so many distractions. But God's promise is he hears our prayers. Amen. 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 In Psalms 34, 17, it says here, The righteous cry, and the Lord hear it, and deliver them out of all their troubles. So when we cry out to God, God is listening. Elijah prayed for seven days when there was drought. It's not raining for three and a half years. So he prayed for seven days. And it was bless, blessing after that. See how it, we pray for seven minutes sometimes. Amen. And Moses, Moses prayed for 40 days. That says in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 9.18. So we really need more time, more time to pray. So in this outer court, after we overcome all this destruction, then we can go to our second stage now. We can go to the holy place. The holy place, this is the seeking time where we seek God. So we're on the second part now. And suddenly were you in the holy place, because you surpass your outer court. When you're in the holy place, God's peace will take over. It's not you anymore. And we are seeking God's presence. It says in Psalms chapter 42, verse 7, Deep call it unto deep at the noise of your water spout. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. It means that the wave of God's presence is becoming so intense. It's becoming so, it's more strong and more powerful. So as we go along with prayer, I'm sure all of us have experienced that. You just pray and pray and suddenly you can feel it's so strong, you can feel God's presence. Amen? God's presence here this morning is so strong. I was just like shaking in the corner there. So thank you Lord, God is here. So it is more stronger. Because what happens with us sometimes, we don't give a chance to God uh, to, for us to feel His presence. When we finish praying, when we're in the outer court, you said everything, Lord, give me this, give me this, buy my dad, bless me this, bless my family, bless my thing. And then suddenly, okay, I'm hungry now. You stop. But then God says, Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to say something to you, but I'm hungry now. And you, you don't listen. God is still talking, but we stop. Amen? We stop because you've said your peace. How about God's peace? Listen to what God is going to tell you. Because God wants to talk to us and say, I'm finished. I'm so sleepy now. Good night. I know in the morning it's difficult because we're all rushing. We're all rushing, but it's always, there's always a time for God. We, we have time to watch the television. We have time to look for like an hour on Facebook and our phone. So I'm sure we can spend time with God, even in the morning. Sometimes I say, Lord, wake me up. What happened? I go to bed so late, like 12 or nearly 1. 
and God wakes me up at 5 o'clock. <laughs> and I said, oh yeah, because I asked, didn't I? So I have to get up. When I, I have to get up, I need to spend time with God. This is one of my favorite. So, and in the evening, what I do, modesty aside, nine o'clock or quarter past nine, I'm on the bed. I'm reading and studying. And I'm just praying and praying. And the worship song is in the other room. My worship is on the whole night in the other room. It's a low voice because I don't want my husband to hear it. Otherwise, say, why is this on? Again, it's evening. So it's on all night. The worship song is on all night. So I just pray. It's so nice. It's a, once you get the feel of God, the presence of God with you, you're always hungry. You're always hungry for it. Wherever you are, even at work, when you turn your back for while or lunchtime, you just speak in tongues. Well, we're not busy because of COVID. We have less patience. I'm, on the, I'm just studying, studying on the, on the internet. Probably my colleagues think I'm, I live in the cuckoo land. But, but I praise God because even our Muslim doctor, when they come, says, Odette, can you pray? Pray for my son or pray for this. But I said, you know what I'm praying for? Yeah, I know in Jesus' name. So few people would come to me, can you pray for this? So I praise God for it because they can see that God is with me, in me, and they know that there is power when I pray, because some people I pray that they got healed with a knee and everything. So even the doctors, they come to me for prayer, and I praise God for it. Amen? Amen. So that's what it is. So we listen to God, we wait. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 to 14, God says here, I know this is a very famous verse. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity. To give you a future and a hope. And in verse 12, it says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray unto me, and I will listen to you. In verse 13, it says, And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. Amen. So it doesn't stop. In verse 11, it says here in 12, You will call upon me and come and pray unto me, and I will listen to you. So God is listening. You have to go closer to God. And you will seek me and find me. So this is the seeking time in, the second, in that second place. So we seek God with all our heart. It's heart to heart. With God. And in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says here, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. So when you're in the second, um, in the place of holy, um, in this place, in the holy place, you will renew your strength like eagles. Do you know what the eagle's characteristic is? God is giving us this blessing to be an eagle. The eagle have clear vision. The vision that guides us. It's like common sense. God gives us gift 
to foresee what's going to happen so we can prevent it or we can pray for it. So that is the clear vision of the eagle. And the eagle is fearless. Are we fearless? Amen. Amen? Amen. We never surrender. We never surrender to the size or strength of our enemy. Because we know that God is with us. Amen. Amen. So let's be fearless. So many things because fear is not from God. I know because I'm a mother, sometimes I like I have like fear, but every time I say, Lord, just take this away from me, this is not from you. Because you worry about your children, you worry about your relatives, you worry about things or what's gonna happen. But just commit everything to God. It happens sometimes. It happens because we're human. But hey, God is with us. Amen. 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 And one of the characteristics of eagle, the eagle is tenacious. So when the storm comes, the eagle spreads its mighty wings. And it uses the current to soar to a greater height. So that's the eagle. When challenges come, we just soar and we don't run away from it. Amen? Amen. So when, when you know the devil is trying to attack you, emotionally, mentally, or physically, we don't run away because we're tenacious eagle. The God, God gave us this strength from the eagle. So we're going to soar. We're going to soar and fight forward, 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 not backward, 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 because you're going to be a loser. We're a winner. Amen. The victory is ours. Amen. Amen. We're victors. We are the children of God. We're choir of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. So there's no turning back. We move forward. We fight. We fight. We fight. Yes. Like this COVID. No, we fight. And how do we fight? We pray. We pray. We pray. And God hears. God, the victory is always coming from God. Amen. Bless you. Amen. Bless you. Amen. And also, eagles are high flyers. So high flyers means we are problem solvers. Dr. Miles Monroe said, you know, you know that the pastor who passed away because of the accident before. He said that the eagle doesn't mingle around with the pigeons because the pigeons scavenge on the ground and grumble and complain all day long. But we, the eagles, we do not. We fly. We make less noise. We wait for opportunities. Amen? Amen? Amen. So we, we shouldn't act like pigeons. We grumble, like complain, complain, and talk to someone about it. Talk to someone. You talk to God. Amen. Talk straight to God. Nothing is hidden from God. Remember God said the, the vengeance is His, not ours? So if something happens, God will solve it for you. You just have to trust God. So now, after this holy place, Remember, God gave us this eagle characteristic. So we're getting really strong. We're on it. We didn't fall asleep. Amen? Amen. Now, we can go. We have to go to the holy place. And now we will go to the most special place. 
the Holy of Holies. In Psalms 46.10, the Holy of Holies is at the end. Only the high priest goes there. And before, in the Old Testament, they put, um, I did mention before, they put like a bell, whoever goes in there. Because the, the presence of God is so strong, that if they go in there, if they didn't come out, then they have to press the bell, someone would die. So you, they have to be really clean and sanctified and sinless when you go there. That was the Old Testament. But praise God, by God's grace in the New Testament, when God looks at us, He can see the blood of Jesus. Amen. And by grace, we are, God looks at us that we are holy. Amen? Amen. So, yeah, that's the, the Holy of Holies. And you can see God's presence is there. And um, Psalms 46.10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen, and I will be exalted in the earth. So when we go to that place, it's a solemn place where we meet with God, we should be still. In ANSB translation, that's my Bible, it says here, Cease is striving and know that I am God. That means you've said to God your peace, you've said everything. You've been to the, um, to the um, outer court, you've been to the uh, holy place, and now you're in holy of holies. God says, just shush for a while. Be still and know that I am God. You stop talking when you're in the Holy of Holies and just feel the presence of God. Just feel the presence of God. Amen? Amen. It's so nice when you pray, when you pray and, and then you go into the presence of God. And it's just, it's just so beautiful. The feeling is so, so good. It's like you're feeling like you're a super girl or superman. Amen? Amen. It says in Job chapter 28 verses 7 to 9, There is a path which no fowl knoweth, and which the vulture eye hath not seen. And in verse 8 it says, The lion's whelps have not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed by it. In verse 9 it says here, He put it forth his hand upon the rock, he overturned the mountains by the roots. The path that Job is talking about here, is he's talking about is the place of prayer. The lion here in this chapter means the devil. When you are in the Holy of Holies with God, the devil can't find you. The devil can't find you. The devil won't know what's going on around there because it's the Holy of Holies. It's, it's pure God's presence in there. Remember Moses in Exodus 3? When he met to Mount Sinai with the burning bushes. And then God said to Moses, Moses, take up your sandals. You're standing on the holy ground. The sandals of Moses should be taken off because we use the sandals for walking around and it's dirty. You can't go into the Holy of Holies when you've got dirty sandals or like you're full of hatred or anger. 
when you come to God, when you're in the place of word, the second one, you already have confessed everything. So when you go to the Holy of Holies, it's really like the clear presence of God. And you're so clear in God's grace upon you. So you're standing on the holy ground. Amen. Amen. That's amazing, no? God is, God is so good. God is so wonderful. God is so amazing. I had a dream a month ago. I think that's when uh, a few weeks ago Paul texted me that I should teach today. And then after a few days I had a dream that I was climbing on a, it's like a mountain, it's like a path, it's going up. So there's like so many houses and like dark place and stuff. But I'm aiming on the top, I can see a big, big white castle. And it was, it was just really going up. I said, why is it so steep? I've been going up and it's like, it's so difficult. So when I went up there, I was on the stairs, and suddenly the stairs were like um, uh, pearly white color, but it's glittering, it's shining, it's like more than Swarovski. <laughs> it's glittering, and I saw there's lots of slippers on there. Nobody has gone upstairs with the slippers. So it's like automatic in my head, I heard a voice, take off your slippers. So I took my, my shoes off and I went up there. I was going up the stairs, it is so beautiful, so beautiful. And then when I went up there, it's all pearly white. It's all pearly white. And there's a table on the side, pearly white as well. And um, I know in my heart, so I'm in heaven, I'm in Holy of Holies. I'm in, I'm in God's presence. But it's so beautiful and it's so calm, it's so peaceful. So that was, that's, that's why I thought, I better preach something about Holy of Holies. Amen. So I think God's revealed it to me. Amen? Amen? But God's presence, God's presence, it's just, it's so, overwhel it's so overwhelming. I remember when I, when I pray, if I do fast and pray, and then I'm breaking, I've said, I'm going to eat now. Suddenly, it's like God is pulling me down again and I'm back on my knees. I'm back on my knees again. And I could pray on and on. I, 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 I love to pray. I love praying fasting. I'm, I'm happy when my husband's not around or my children's away. Because I'm in my house, I can shout, I can rebuke, I can pray and everything. I can worship. I can just say anything. And it's just amazing with God's presence around you. And then, and when you, when you have this uh, opportunity to always like pray and be with God, it was so quick sometimes, even when you're driving, you just suddenly feel the presence of God. And when you hear the worship, when you worship, suddenly you feel the presence of God. It's so quick to come to you, even when you're at work or, or anywhere. So it is, it, it's God's gift and it's amazing. And I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so like, I praise God for that. In Isaiah chapter 26 verses 8 to 9, it says here, Yea, in the way of thy judgment, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance 
of thee. In verse 9 it says, With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Ye with my spirit within me will I seek thee early, for when thy judgment are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. So, this is where the spirit comes alive, when you're in the Holy of Holies. When you're in the Holy of Holies, God takes over. It's not you anymore. Okay? It is God that's taking over. Because you have, this is the time we have intimacy with God. It's so intimate. It's not just a casual, hi, hello. It's so intimate. It's like spirit to spirit. Because in our body, when we go in the outer court, we use our, we pray with our body. And when we go to the holy place, it's our soul. And then when we go to the Holy of Holies, which we knock, it's our spirit. It's spirit to spirit. God is a spirit, it says on the Bible, and those who worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth. So it is such a bliss, it's overwhelming joy when you feel God's presence and you just want to keep still. You just want to sit down and enjoy God's presence. Remember, he says, be still, be still. And sometimes we're so fidgety all the time. You're thinking of the oil of heaven. Why am I going to cook tomorrow? Why am I going to cook tonight? Why am I going to cook for something? No, when you're with God, be still, be still. You set a time for God. You set a time to pray. When you know you're going to do something else, do it fast. But when you're God, he, when you're with Prime Minister here, I'm sure we're going to be like sitting, oh yes, yes Boris, yes Boris. We just keep still. But when you're with God, just be still. Just enjoy God's presence. And then when you're in this um, Holy of Holies, the God, God's presence will saturate your body. And His presence is so heavy. It's so heavy. That's what it says in Job chapter 4. And Jesus' presence is so real. Amen? Amen? And this is the time. It says in Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 7. Be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near. For the Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He has consecrated his guest. So, we just be silent. And sometimes when you're silent, when you, you're just praying, you're just receiving God's presence, you see visions. You know, this is the time that God will give you gifts. This is the time that this is a receiving realm. Because you're with God. God is ready to bless you. This is a receiving realm. So whatever um, the deepest desire that you're asking for prayer, this is the place that God would grant it because you're honoring Him. Amen? Amen. Our groaning at this stage, it becomes one with God. And God, while we were, while we were with God talking to Him or listening to Him or enjoying intimacy with God, enjoying His presence, God consecrates us. God makes us holy. God makes us holy. God makes us spotless. So when you do this all the time, your spirit is like 
Remember in the New Testament, uh, I don't know who's apostle says that mortify your flesh by your spirit. Your flesh should be down at the bottom. You always like your spirit should be on top. So when you're in this Holy of Holies, God consecrates you and God declares us holy. Amen? Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it nice? We are a holy children of God. So when we pray and up to the end of where the Holy of Holies we just listen to God. We just be still. You don't have to say anymore because God knows your heart. God, God knows what your heart's desire. And God even solves things for you. Last time I was praying, it just suddenly clicked in my mind. My car had a bump at the back. That's when I gave just a, a lift before. That was like was probably two years ago. And I asked someone to fix it. It's like a bump, a scratch, and I was getting a bit rusty. And they said, oh, it'll cost you like 400 pounds. I said, oh, that's a lot. I, can't. I said, leave it there. I'll just ask someone to paint it. But when I pray, I always mention it. Lord, that's a lot of money. I'll wait till it's like, I'll see someone that can fix it, like, probably less or cheaper. And then, a month ago, someone hit my car at the back in Sudbury Court Drive. And then this man is so nasty and he said, he said to me, well, he was so nice in the beginning. Oh, please, 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 don't report it to the insurance. I will pay you, I will pay you. And me being a nice person, I said, oh, well, probably he hasn't got any money. I said, hey, okay then. So I said, just give me your details. And then when I asked for a quotation, someone quoted me like 800 pounds. I told him, he says, are you joking? I'm not paying 800 pounds. And I said, oh my gosh, this one is so nasty. And then I said, okay. I said, no, no, I know someone from Wembley. He said, he can fix it, he can fix it. But I said, no, I don't want my car to go where you recommend it. I'd rather get someone that I know. And then I just saw my neighbor on my road. Uh, I, I know there's lots of cars there. He's from Sri Lanka as well. And then he said, oh, I showed him my car and he says, I can fix it. And I told him the story and he said, oh, that's a nasty. I know I'm Sri Lankan, but he's nasty as well. So he said to me, but I said, but he won't pay me a lot now. He said he can only pay me like 350 pounds. And I can't report to the insurance because it's already been five days. And then the man said, that's okay. Whatever he pays you, just give me, give me, and then I'll fix the car. So I told the man, I said, okay, 400 pounds. No, that's a lot. I'm not paying 400 pounds. I said, oh my God, man, this is only 400 pounds from 800 to 400. No, I said, come on, just give me. How much can you give me? I said, 300. Just give me 300. I'll pay whatever is left over. Mm -hmm. So he gave me 300. So I said to the man who's going to fix it, oh, sorry, he just gave me 300. So I saw the text. This is what he gave me. So I'll just pay for the leftover. And then that, this man said, I'll fix it. Just give me 250. <laughs> So I gave him 250 pounds and then I got extra 50 pounds and my car is fixed. Amen? Amen? Amen. So God works in miraculous way. And sometimes you think, oh no, why did this happen to me? It's like more problem. But in reality, God can take, take your problem, convert your problem to a, a, a good thing. God could turn things around for your benefit. Amen? Amen. So that's how good our God is. But 
We make sure we have to spend time with God. Amen? Amen. Especially now. Especially now. But the more prayer, the more angels God's going to send. And I believe in my heart that there's going to be a breakthrough for this COVID in Jesus' name. But we all, all uh, pray and pray. Amen? Amen? Let's give God a glory. Amen. Shall I pray quickly? Lord, we thank you for this morning, oh God. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Father, we ask, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you, that you speak, Lord, to each of our members of Hope Community Church, oh God. Lord, we, we pray, Father, you give us the strength spiritually, Lord, for us to really spend time with you, Lord, commune with you, and let us feel, Lord, your goodness, your mercy, and your holy presence. And your blessing, Lord, that we miss, Father, when we pray. Father, we just ask for you to, to just draw us more closer to you, Lord, so that we can receive more blessing from heaven, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Stop. <laughs>